Do you think that the second Chechen war was a false flag operation by Putin? That all those bombings in Russia uh, were done by him to invade? Okay, so for as long as I've lived, Chechnya has been an unstable place. Mm. And people have been getting murdered. Left and right. I have no idea why. I don't get it. For some reason, Chechnyans and Russians don't see eye to eye. And they've been killing each other for a very long time. That's all I know. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, yeah. The answer is fuck yeah. So, the answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Where do you, where do you go with that? Yeah. I was just listening to the This American Life, and they had just done a, a little Putin thing about his rise to power and how some people believe that uh, the bombings that ended up leading to that w- second war uh, were a false flag operation. I love that you're back with This American Life. Yeah, I, I took a I took a break for a while actually, but I'm um, catching up. I have so many podcasts these days; it's it's ridiculous. That's a good one. Yeah, if you're gonna follow one, I've got I've literally got like it's a little seven too NPR podcasts. for you, John. I yeah. apologize. No, we listen to it at our house. I don't have a choice. Maybe it's too NPR for Sean. Sean hates the <laughs> NPR boys. That's yeah. true. NPR and Sean don't get along. Like I said, when I get into the shower in the morning, and our shower radio is on ninety-one point five. I'm upset <laughs> because we're wasting water in her house because my wife is listening to NPR in the shower. <laughs> well, I couldn't turn it off. They were in the middle of a story. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so the smartest thing I did was I uh, I got um, I got a Bluetooth speaker that connects to my uh, Amazon Echo. Yeah. Okay. And that Bluetooth speaker is is mobile. It's a you know mm-hmm. it's battery operated plugs in just like anything else i take it into the bathroom so Mm -hmm. like i connect it and i turn on whatever i want to listen to and then it can be in the bathroom it can be in the bedroom it can be in the kitchen it can be anywhere i am and through bluetooth it's just always connected yep so that way it doesn't have to be the bathroom so we have a shower radio and we've gone through many iterations of our shower radios we've experimented um, but this one actually has an FM tuner, plus it also has uh, Bluetooth as well. Yeah. But, I mean, the FM tuner. So then when you walk into the bathroom and want to, you can just say, hey, Alexa, no, turn gotta, on WXRT, turn on my Spotify playlist, gotta press turn a button. on this, turn on that. It's America, man. I'm not automated. My house isn't automated like that. But, Steve, I'm too lazy to pick up. I, I have an Alexa that's stationary in my bathroom. Uh, but I'm Hard too lazy. Point. Wow! Now, right? <laughs> how many Alexas do? You, how many two. Echoes do you have? You Just have two, two Echoes, yeah. And sometimes it's in the kitchen, but you know I haven't been cooking that much lately, so it's in the bathroom. For I now. was actually thinking. So you have one in the two. bathroom, really? How big yeah. is your house? It's not that big. My my apartment, my and tiny apartment. Two. Yeah. But what I really want to be able to do is be like Alexa carryover. Like so the great thing about Sonos I was agree. how you could they have the zones and the hotspots, and if they ha- find some way to coordinate, like it would take a great product to a completely different level. I completely Gavin, agree. Please flush twice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that very same thing because uh, I have one Google Home and it's in my living room, and so many times I wanted it in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. So many times I wanted it in my bathroom, and I think it actually does the very thing you're talking about but i will let you know probably next week but if you but if you literally just got the speaker so it's a jbl it's a speaker that's l- about this big mm. charging i'm horrible with maintaining things i have one bluetooth headset and so many times i've left my house and it, that thing was empty. any worse than sean with charging 
Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bold claim, man. <laughs> but I, I forget to charge Shut it, up. and it just you know runs out of battery, and then I'm just upset. I'm with you. That's why yeah. mine's plugged in all the time. I, I was gonna ask you about do you like can you plug it into your bathroom? Because I was looking at the very same thing a couple. Can days I ago. plug what into my bathroom? Did the Bluetooth? Can you the charge Bluetooth, it there? Can, can, can you charge you, it right there? Yeah. Same instead of going battery. Yeah, it's basically it, you know it's just like a phone, right? So it's got a, a mini or a micro USB port on it mm -hmm. and you just plug it into the wall so it can stay plugged in all the time and i can just unplug it and take it into my bathroom take it you know anywhere right and always have it with me so i've got the sound and then when i go back to the bedroom just plug it back in and it's good to go hmm. so i i am convinced and i've got the you know so i do have in my main level I have a um, an echo device that sits that I can talk to across the entire first level, right? So I can talk to it pretty much anywhere in the the first floor of my house, and it responds and it's all good. And then I have a hockey puck, the the dot, I guess they call it, that's up in my bedroom, and that's the one that's connected to Bluetooth. So if I'm in the bedroom and the speaker's there, it's fine. But if I'm going to go in the bathroom and take a shower, I just pick up the speaker and walk in and. <laughs> put it down and I've got the speaker it's you know it just keeps playing right so that's my m setup and I think it's I think it's a good one I was looking into something more permanent to just stay in the bathroom <laughs> then get yourself another Google home yeah a bathroom wow. Google home yeah a bathroom Google home so um, that's probably a good okay. kickoff we are how the worldwide IT guys wait hey bathroom are you coming or what <laughs> I want to know this how much um, time do you spend in the bathroom I'm much. like in and out in like 15 minutes right but if you're listening to like like I listen to Bramer in the morning I do and too. if I start listening to Bramer and like I I want to hear the song that I'm listening to I just carry it into the bathroom right. say hey Alexa turn it up go in the shower it's all good it's all, all right. good. Um, so, again, we are the Worldwide IT guys. We're talking uh, uh, home. Automation. Automation. All bathrooms home, all the time. That's whatever what devices. Talking. I'm Steve. I'm Dion's European cousin. And <laughs> John. Gavin. And I'm Steve. And we have a couple more. Elisa's here somewhere. And Sean's, Sean's here, somewhere. here somewhere. They're going to join us eventually, but um, something about work. So we'll let them carry on. Um, so, so we are missing Dion this week, and um, I understand he went to anger management <laughs> class or something like that. I don't know. Um, no, we hope he's getting his rest and relaxation for the week and comes back refreshed and ready to go, right? He usually comes back and plays like, I have 2,000 emails in my inbox. This is why I cannot go on vacation. <laughs> well, the good news is since he's been gone nothing nothing works there's no email there's no internet we basically <laughs> just sit here and do nothing so <laughs> that's true that's true everything is stopped yeah. because well, dion's not we in. can we can have sean go into his inbox and just delete everything for him <laughs> can we do that i think so yeah that's an excellent plan sean we have a new task we want you to delete everything in, in dion's inbox before he gets back <laughs> love it so he can't complain for three days that he has to do his inbox <laughs> <laughs> um so I wanted to ask this group, uh, Elisa, are you coming? No, whatever. Your head's down. She's taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, I wanted to ask this group, uh, 
recently we have seen another push from Microsoft, but also another push from our organization to uh, to re-engage with Teams. And I took it upon myself to post in the Teams world a poll basically saying, hey, are we liking this? Are we not liking this? Does Teams work for us? I'm thinking maybe we'll take another shot at replacing our Slack environment <laughs> with Teams. And I also at that point said something about, oh, and Sean, I, I want you to, I want you to, that mic, I want you to be below your face today. Below my face? Not Why was I too loud last your time? No, you were too soft. You, too you soft. tend to be missed. Okay. Um, so my question is, Teams versus Slack, can we potentially consider replacing Slack with Teams? Nobody on the dev team, nobody chimed in. Well, I disabled Teams, so it doesn't even start <laughs> off my laptop. Okay, so there you go. So that's one I answer. like Teams. This I is what I'll say. I, I think it is a much better deal than Slack. Like Slack, well, money wise, Slack yeah. is outrageously expensive <laughs> for glorified, and I feel like I've talked about this on, yes, on you the have. podcast yes, you before. Have. But I think like but isn't Microsoft just like that. throwing in Teams now as part of like their Office suite? Yeah, it's part of Office three six. Yeah. We, we paid for Office three six five. Yeah. We have Office. We have uh, Groups. And we I think SharePoint. Slack is more expensive have... than Office three six five, which is fucking hilarious. Yes, <laughs> it is. That it's this IRC client is more expensive than an office productivity suite you know but, but that's not my question my question yeah. is like people get emotionally attached yeah. and there's someone on this team who happens to be in somewhat of a leadership role yeah. irk who will not <laughs> divorce himself from that world it's yeah better I, it's cleaner it's simpler it's i don't know what and it, it is, is better because he knows all the shortcuts yeah, that's why. It, and it is better it's not hundred times more expensive better would be my argument. But um I also think you are a, a dad. Yeah. <laughs> there's a prejudice against Microsoft. You know, yeah. I, I think that works into it. I, I think just like Slack seems cooler. It seems more dot com y and agile and you know the has interface a, is just friendlier and just it feels it, is, it feels nice. Nobody would argue that Slack is a superior product. I think the question is what what I think Microsoft might argue. Yeah. <laughs> One well, person. Okay. Or no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody would argue that Teams is the superior product. Sure. Microsoft I, 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 would probably yeah, argue Microsoft that. might argue that, yeah. But I, I think it does enough that it's the better deal. But is, is it your money, Sean? Can I say that I don't care at all? Like, I really As don't care. the full you know, representation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I've, I've spent so much time dealing with family and friends on so many different platforms. The only thing I care about is having one thing where everybody's at. I don't care how much it sucks as long as you it know, sends messages. It would be nice to have ways. it integrated, though. Like, there are times where I'm like, oh, did he send me that on Slack or email? Or and or, in theory, yeah, because absolutely. we're on Office 365. Yep. If it had integrated search, which of course it doesn't, so it doesn't <laughs> leverage the biggest advantage that it could have. But if it had integrated search with like your email, with your your, your Skype messaging history, if you could, like, because be, sometimes I'm like, wait, what's that whitelisted IPA or I, IPA <laughs> IP? And um, that'd be good beer name. That'd be cool. Current I'll, I'll tell you this much though: the biggest bane of my life, I feel here is the 17,000 video conferencing clients we use. I would love to see us land on a single video. And every team, today we had a meeting with Adobe, and of course Adobe, it turns out, has their own video conferencing software. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, which and, is terrible. And, and frankly, they should just give that up. Yeah, that they one, should. Walk away, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like your OS is basically, I have no idea if this is a virus or what is going on. <laughs> this doesn't look good, you know, but if you feel you need to do this, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, the other day I was caught. So <laughs> here I am in the meeting and nobody was there. I, I joined th- like three minutes early and nobody else was there. Yeah. But I didn't really realize that I wasn't there. So I joined the meeting, the client launches, and I go off to do other things because I was early. And I figured, yeah, I'm, I'm whatever. Somebody pings me and goes, are you joining us? And I go back to the client and it's saying, you need to upload or, or download, get the mm-hmm. upgrade to the latest version of the client. It's like, just refresh yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the number of things now that just take care of that for you. And and here I am thinking I'm in the meeting and going, I am, I'm here. Oh, shit, I'm not here. Uh, all right. They, they just need to replace that thing. Um, uh, Elisa has joined us. Oh, you do have a microphone. Hello. I've been yelling <laughs> at you in there. And I didn't hear. <sighs> Sorry. All right. Well, thank you for joining I us. I was with my headphones. Alisa is here. So, teams, I'm hearing this group say, yes, we're all in. No. 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 no, no. That's what I heard, too. That's <laughs> what I heard, too. <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> Can the, I, the, can files, I, the files addition to Teams is can, great. Like, that's the only thing they do better. The interface, I would be really bummed Sean for, like, two weeks. Sean was like, it's a better product. I had Ross over here going, he doesn't I don't care. care. <laughs> it's a good enough product. He's, I mean, a, it he's is, a contractor millennial. He doesn't care. It's, it's Microsoft's <laughs> best messaging platform or whatever application they've ever made. Uh, but it's it's not good enough for me. What but I'm saying I, is I would just have to do it. one. Just pick one. Yeah. I don't care which one it is. But I don't. One. Pick one. But I don't really have the problem of, like, Oh, it's are you in are you in Link or, or Skype or business? And probably it's because that I work with the development team here yeah, locally, you and I, I don't have group. to, you know. Yeah, so my, my needs are a little bit different. But. Well, maybe if our home office would get their shit together and get people off Link, which They're is still on Link, like two <laughs> generations behind, and get them up to Skype for business, so they could experience that. Yeah, but this is help. where I'm going to attack Microsoft because, fine, we'll get them up. So Link, they could be using. So, Sean, how many uh, video conferencing solutions do we have? Let's see, 400 we have, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, well, I, I, would, I think I put it at 1,200, but yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. But a, a large yeah. number, and like four of those are Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's Link, there's Skype for Business, and now there's Teams. I'm yes. sorry, there's three of them. Yeah. Right? And why? Yeah. Like, unify Just this fucking kill, platform. Kill, them. kill off the old stuff. And, and they yeah. brilliantly said, let's build this thing called Teams. And they didn't say, and it's going to replace all of this stuff. It's just another thing. Mm. And guess what? Somewhere along the line, there's going to be a new another thing. And it's going to be the fourth or fifth version of this thing. And it's going to be better and bigger and awesome because Microsoft now had a Skunk Works team that created mm-hmm. something new that's better than all of it. And now we're going to have Link because there will be some people in the yeah. organization that haven't been upgraded and Skype for Business and Teams and this other thing. It's going to be VR, just like Facebook. Oh, I just, can't wait. you know, embrace the evergreen concept. We're going to put this product out. Guess what? We're not going to support Link anymore. It's going away. Yeah. If you're in Link... You got to do this. Here's your upgrade path. Uh-huh. Click this button to upgrade, and boom, sure. it goes away, and here's a new thing called Teams. 
They cannot get that right. Maybe that's why people like Microsoft. It's like when you, you know, yeah. when you when you're an enterprise and you buy something from Microsoft, you know they're going to support it. Absolutely, almost yeah. to the end of time, you know, for better or worse, you know. Mostly, I, we had, for I remember worse. like we ran into an issue a couple years ago when we were first moving to O three six five, and it was because like half our organization was still using Windows 2008 servers. You <laughs> yeah, know? but we're still dealing with that. I, yeah. I've just been spending some time with yeah. our local office here, and all of these guys are on uh, Link. We just mentioned yeah. it. They're on an old version of the Office Suite. Yeah. They can't install the new stuff because our new wonderful partner with IBM yeah. locks down everything and does not actually have tooling on the laptops to upgrade everybody to the proper tool set. And there's a self-service portal that people can go to and say, I want to get this and that and the other, but the latest and greatest software isn't even there. So I feel for these guys at the local level who are trying to make themselves um, match up with the current times, live and breathe in a, in a 2017 computing environment, yeah. and they just don't have the tool set to do it, mm -hmm. and they don't have the support to do it. Um, and here we are, the Worldwide IT guys, and we can't do anything to help them. It's very, very frustrating. Very frustrating. I, so, I love listening to whenever the local people come in and talk to, uh, especially Dion, and they just like they vent about everything. And Dion's just like, nope, can't help you. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 can't help you. Nope, not gonna help you. He just, it is. It's, it's he funny. just. It sounds like there's rushes him. and <laughs> conspiracy theories out there, like. I heard some guy in Dallas had to wait two years to get a laptop, you know? And, like, you just hear these different rumors of how bad support is, and, you know? So, uh, yes, we have serious issues at this organization. Yes, we love uh, not being able to support um, uh, our, our local folks, whatever. Um, but have you uh, – so – we have a guy who's uh, who's on vacation this week, not Dion. Um, we talked about him. You missed that, Sean. Um, Doug is going off to a wonderful vacation, and then he lands and flies off to NAB. Now, do you guys know what NAB is? No. I know it just because I work with a vendor that loves to go there. So what is NAB? I really don't know. You don't know what it stands for? So it's the original National Association of Broadcasters oh, conference. Like ham radio and that shit, or <laughs> well, no. Generally, it would have been like broadcasting companies, video production, oh, audio production, okay. All right. that world. All right. Right. Um, so it was broadcasters, radio stations, and television stations, and the vendors who supported that environment. So um, I don't know if you saw this, but. This cracked me up this past week, and I don't know if it's been verified or not, but Sony. Sony would be a big <laughs> player in that space, right? Sure. Um, Sony, apparently their truck containing virtually all of their stuff for the NAB show, their booth and all their you know, new kit, new video cameras and new broadcast solutions and new screens mm. and all the stuff they're going to show off, stolen. <laughs> where swiped did, did the whole where, truck you know, apparently that's awesome the whole truck gone that'd be hilarious like you're just trying to sell that on a street corner 
<laughs> you know, it's a bullshit neighborhood, and it's like state of the art VR. It's like, come on, man, there's no way that's real VR. <laughs> you know, like it's just a, some grocery store on 167th. And, uh, Moon and Oink has the biggest yeah. plasma TVs, and it's literally the truck opened yeah, up. This is the camera they filmed Skull Island in. You see the letters on yeah. the Sony on the side of the truck, like washed out. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I wonder, like, yeah, how hard it is to fence that, you know. That's awesome. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and, and so we've asked Doug to go and be a correspondent and go to the Sony booth and find out what they have. Because my guess is they're going to be this huge space and two guys with Sony shirts and virtually nothing, <laughs> nothing. in yeah. the booth, right? <laughs> Send the interns, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where did everything go, yeah. Sony? <laughs> oh, I thought it was pretty good. Maybe that was the story to say that they didn't develop anything this year. Oh, or yeah. They yeah. don't have oh, anything the truck got for stolen. next year. So <laughs> we would have really wowed you. It's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> we had nothing to yeah. show because it was taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like a ploy, though. Maybe it's like they're part of their yeah. campaign. They're like, yep, our truck has stolen, but we can still present because all of our stuff's in the cloud. That's the thing. I, 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 I hope it's real. I hope that actually happened. And you're right. There's like two like Italian guys yeah. with a truck open going, hey, we're having a sale yeah. here. Come on. Why did and this is why DN Italian. is off. Oh, it's like that a mob. A it's a very mob. It's a very Come mob reference. It's a U.S. mob reference. See, Dion's okay. people have. <laughs> Dion's family, first of all. It's a U.S. stereotype that the mob would be doing this. So it's like 10,000 movies about it. Yeah. Just watch Goodfellas. <laughs> or any movie in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I'm old. Remember the 80s. That, yeah, that's I, my era. I, I hear you. Uh, 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 so what, what else is going on this week? Uh, Gavin, I think you said th there was something about um, inmate, inmates who had stolen computer or built computers oh, oh this is great oh yeah. yeah this is a i forget i think i found the article a couple a little bit ago so i don't remember most of it but basically these prisoners um there was like a compute like a, a rehabilitation program of some sort where they the inmates were taught like how a computer works and stuff to you know get out into the world hopefully someday when they're released um but anyway so they throughout a, the course of their their time there they smuggled in computer parts and essentially built their own computers and hid them in the uh, the ceiling of their of their cells or, or somewhere, um, and not only did they do that, but they actually ended up being able to run networking cables too. So they yeah, were they tapped up to into the, the network, right? right? And so like as soon as like they they got that shit set up, apparently they just started like uh, like cloning ID cards and stuff and like stealing people's identities and yeah, it was it was <laughs> amazing. But, but the best part to me was that it wasn't like they were going out online and doing nefarious things yeah. like with identities in the public they were literally stealing identities of the guys in oh, yeah, from prison. each other <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome who can we get yeah. right, let's get that guy over yeah. there that's awesome <laughs> giving themselves you know access to this block and that block and like yeah. remote access whatever let's change the menu for lunch every day <laughs> to steak well it's, I, it's an amazing I, setup yeah I'm gonna get rid of all my bad incidents yeah make, exactly. make early parole this is uh we'll have to get someone on social media because Dion's not here but check out some of these pictures it's just you know they yeah. got a full but that is a, that is a definition of a successful program these right. guys yeah. learned they rehabilitated yeah, yeah. They exactly learned what they needed to learn I, these I guys watched. have marketable skills <laughs> out in the environment let's hope they use them properly 
Um, IBM probably will hire up. <laughs> <laughs> we can build a computer out of silverware. Yeah. Okay, do you know how much money we're going to save you? Well, so. it does scare me. I don't know if you saw this, and and I I don't have the reference here, but um, there was a there was a post of somebody who's basically taken. And this has happened over the course of multiple years of time where um, they find out that in order to transmit data from literally the, you know, the processor from memory to the processor and back and forth, there is actually radio waves that are generated. The electronic Mm. pulses that are generated inside the computer, the parts passing data and information back and forth, generates a specific radio wave that companies have or companies uh, researchers have figured out that they can tap into that and they can use a cell phone generally it started with a smartphone something that had a little bit of intelligence if there's a little bit of malware on the machine and a cell phone with some corresponding malware they can from radio waves within feet Steal hmm. data off of a computer that is just processing. Oh, that's incredible. Right? Oh, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And the next generation of this, they are starting to do the same thing, but they're doing it with even dumber phones and simpler devices. Because what they figured out is uh, companies like Intel or places where they're, they're very secure about all of this, and they say, no, you cannot bring your iPhone in here. Here, here's your company-supplied dumb phone. Yeah, all yeah, it does sure. is make phone calls and text messaging. That's all you can do. Well, they've figured out a way to do it with that device, too, I'm where sure. they're, they're so dumbing it down, and to the point where if you get that malware on the machine, there is um, now they're broadcasting it even further. They're using... 30 to 40 feet worth of broadcast of this tiny little radio wave that the computer just naturally produces. They're generating enough of a uh, uh, broadcast mechanism Mm -hmm. with the software running on it to send it 30 feet away to a phone. So it's no longer safe. You know, I've always been the guy who's like, well, I still am. I don't really care. I don't do anything nefarious. You want to see what I'm doing? Watch what I'm doing. Um, I don't put a piece of tape over my camera, and yeah. that's one of the things. Does anybody do that here? I, I don't. Do. I do. Yes. You yes. do. Yes. You don't. Yes. You do. So we got. We're about half and half. Do you put like tape over? So. I just let my kids break the camera. <laughs> 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 it's it's brilliant. Do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there are people that have this this sort of. I am afraid of what's going on, right? Sure. And they they think that the camera is bad. Guess what? You cannot prevent data it's, from well, being And it's always leaked. been there in a way if you're a big enough target. Like uh, the internet's just made it easier to sort well, of find targets. But, yeah. You know. And the interesting thing about the article to me is they are saying, well, there's no way for us to actually transmit real data over this mm-hmm. because it's this tiny little radio wave. Sure. So you're not going to send massive amounts of data over it. What you're going to get is you're going to get the encryption key. Sure, exactly. Passwords. You're going to get the password. Yeah, the you're secrets. Gonna get, yeah, yeah, the stuff that's going to allow you then to get in yeah. and get real stuff. That stuff is usually small. Sure. Right? I so, um. I love this. I think I've mentioned this blog on the on the podcast, but I, I love uh, Bruce Schneiner's blog, yeah, Bruce on Security. But he 
he's really good at showing how when these new things come out, how it's just part of a long history of how like humans have always been bad about managing secrets. You know, whether you go back to the medieval ages with like wax stamps or when or whenever. But he recently had one about that just got declassified where the Russians did something similar in like the fifties in the embassy, the US embassy in Moscow, they were able to figure out what typewriters uh, the model was used in the embassy. And then they spent like a year and each key does a slightly different sound. Oh. So what they then did is they put a bug in the room where like all the secretaries had to transcribe everything and they could tell what was being written on each typewriter by the sound of it, you know, which is basically the very same much thing the same that we're thing. talking about here. We're like, yep. rather than trying to hack the machine, you hack the physical effects of the machine. Right. You know, right. Yeah. And you're never going to get around that. Right. Well, the same thing happened like laziness. Uh, I had a crypto class recently and like one of the main reasons why they were like enigma during World War Two. Yeah. They had the whole thing with the daily key and, uh, you know, the, the the keys and they were they were supposed to send like a, a key to encrypt the key. And they were just supposed to send two initials. Most of the time they were using their own initials or AA. Yeah. And and that was that was what they were doing. And password. password, password, password. <laughs> and the same thing is happening right now. Like when sure. they break a database, they hit it's like thirty percent of the passwords are a variation of password. Yeah, it's password a one. But I, the default, uh, you know what I love is the default Java SDK password for the cert store on every download is change me. Yeah, and nobody yeah. ever changes. Me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, you could go if you're ever on a Java machine. Yeah. You could probably insert your own rogue cert with the password. Well, the same me. thing. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Wi-Fi routers forever, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like administrator, administrator. Try, yeah. try administrator. Yeah. Try yeah. admin. Yeah. Try password. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody and nobody changes that. Like I, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that, like anybody I know, like they don't know about the password so that for the Wi-Fi. So you can basically, you know, take over. I just set mine up so that you have to be physically plugged into the router to administer. Yeah, but that's because you know about it. Like ninety-five yeah, yeah, percent yeah. yeah, of people. But are you still yeah. using no the idea. default password? Uh, I am, but ah. but you have to be physically plugged in, yeah. so it mm. doesn't matter. You know? But sometimes, if like your provider wants to remote into your router. They're yeah. like, oh, you changed the password. I'm like, uh, yeah, I did. Fuck yeah, yeah I, did. I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you do it? <laughs> the fuck's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm shocked. Ay, ay, ay. Terrible. Um, so, so what are you guys watching these days? I'm I watching. I, we talked at lunch today. Uh, I caught up last night on Better Call Saul. Same. Yes. And it's, yeah. uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I'm a little disappointed with the pacing so far of uh, the, uh, just all over the. You've I haven't seen that. season three yes. yet, so, I, so I'd like to see the, the season the three speed. is picking up. Good, it's good, good. getting really good, and uh, I, I would it's starting to morph into Breaking Bad slash awesome. Better Call Saul. Yeah. It's it's I, really good. I, I yeah. don't think that I mean the pace is the same. Yeah, it's, it's, picking it's up, still though. so well acted and well shot that I don't mind the slow pace, but it is a slow pace. But it's still like like even as a slow pace, it's like one of the best shows on TV. It's just like every scene is so well acted, well written and well shot. It know? is. I mean, yeah. the yeah, so yeah. I agree that it's slow, but yeah. there's not as much killing or like better you know, breaking bad. Sure, but yeah. it's coming to a, you know, yeah. crescendo, crescendo apex, whatever you want to say. Right. But I would still recommend it. 
watch it. It's it's worth it. It's right, yeah, great. totally. It's John, great. are you watching? Anything? We are actually watching, which Jess and I never watched before, and it's great to start this is The Wire. I'm watching for the first time. Hell ever. yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's great. And I've always loved David Simon. Um, and you know, it's a funny. Speaking of technology, it's funny that because that was filmed like in 2000. I think it was like 2001. It was after September 11th, but it was like early 2000s. Um, and the computer talking there, I always love watching, like, as a guy in IT, like, just how, like, in the 2000s, you could just say bullshit about IT, mm-hmm. <laughs> and nobody <laughs> questioned it, because, like, in this one scene, they're like, yeah, we cloned the computers of the targets, so we're seeing exactly what they're seeing in real time, and, like, I just started laughing out loud, like, there's no internet connection, they're just seeing it <laughs> on a cloned computer in 2002, in real time, you know, and Jess is like, that's not realistic, I'm like, that's not even realistic today, yeah. that you would see what's on a, like, a, uh, you know, a Trojan computer in real time, but, um, but the show itself the show. is amazing, yeah, it's amazing, it's yeah. a great show. The yeah. first two seasons are some of the two best seasons of TV I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's great. He's another guy that's really interesting to follow on his blogs and everything. David David Simon. Hmm. He was a guy who like kind of. He's a writer. Yeah. He, so he worked for years on as a a beat reporter doing homicides in Baltimore. So uh-huh. that's where all this comes from and like why it's supposed to be hyper realistic. Oh, um, I know this guy. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Had a show with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he started writing TV shows. Like, if you ever remember NBC's Homicide show, Life on the Streets, yep, that was his too in okay. like the '90s, which also takes place in Baltimore. Um, but he he talks about, and this is a theme in The Wire, and and he's always said this politically since the late 1990s. Is he said like, you know, once America lost the manufacturing jobs, and then like media companies consolidated, and there was like no smart news. He's like, eventually this is going to impact society and like, we're going to start to have like incompetent leaders. You know? Oh really? Yeah. And hmm. here we are now. <laughs> well, thank God that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but the show's amazing. It, it's really great. So I, I've watched early episodes of season one of the wire mm-hmm. and you know, it's one of those things where I just don't have time to get into it. And then this was like a year yeah. ago. I started that and I, uh, uh, I just didn't have time to to give it, so I gave it up, and then I watched a few other things, and my wife and I just got finished watching um, uh, The Big Little Lies HBO show, um, which I talked about a little bit to these guys. I recommend it. Which um, one is that? It, it's, uh, it's HBO. Yeah. It's based on um, a book that was written that is about these very upper end Monterey Bay kind of uh, series of women. There's one like doesn't have a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, there's two, three that are very well to do. And then there's one that is the CEO of this organization. And the way it starts, the way it's written is great. The way that it's directed and edited is amazing to me. Um, but I was talking about Nicole Kidman's performance in this thing and I think it's it's Emmy worthy performance, and I, I recommend it for anybody who wants to you know see something that is uh, you know it's HBO it's very well done, um, but the way the story starts is somebody dies at this event at this school event. All of them have little kids, and somebody dies at this event, and it starts there. And then they go back and they tell the whole story, hmm. and it's uh, it's really well told, and I I think it's a, a worthwhile uh, 
thing to consume. It's a good piece of material. So we still haven't been able to talk about the uh, the young priest because Dion. We're the waiting for Pope. Dion, the altar boy, to He's watch. He's never going to watch <laughs> this freaking thing. I mean, he gets uncomfortable when we talk about sex in here. I no, he gets he in, could, uncomfortable yeah. masturbation in here. Yeah, so it's like, really freaks him out. if he's going to watch the show, he's going to be in, freaked out. <laughs> but well, he really shouldn't be because it's, they don't do anything too. You know, in the young pope? Yeah, too young blasphemous. Pope, really? Do they? No, I, th- I think it starts out extremely blasphemous and then it immediately gauges down. Yeah. Yes. But he's, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. There's a couple scenes, but. I'm pretty blasphemous, I guess. Yeah, but I I think uh, I I thought it, on our website. I thought as a Catholic, I thought it was entertaining. No, I as, love I love to watch it as Pope. fiction. You I know, love you, the Young Pope. I thought it. Was I thought it was fantastic, really good, and I'm actually looking forward to another season of the Young Pope. Me too. I can't believe we another. I'm so happy though. Um, is it coming out? Are, are they gonna have another season? Uh, I thought they said they were gonna do it. Um, I hope so. What am I watching? I don't know if anyone is watching this. Episode. No, you're not Pass. watching anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Are you watching anything, Elise? I don't watch too much TV, to be honest, but I'm looking for Jesus Christ! Next what week, the fuck? Uh, Silicon Valley. Hello? Of course. Silicon Valley, yes. Yeah. So next back. week, Silicon yeah. Valley is coming back. Yeah, I'm really, really waiting for it. I was checking the date. Unfortunately, Game of Thrones is coming on July, so I have to wait uh, to wait a little longer. But y- but you're a Game of Thrones fan. So yeah. I can talk to you and you I about Game of Thrones. Good. I love. Oh, you in? Serious. I, yeah. d- I don't remember that. You oh you caught up. That's right. No, I was. You were in from the, the beginning. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm absolutely. Yeah, I, I want to know what is ho- going on with the uh, White Walkers and yeah. things like that. And so, Jonas so, Park. So I, I'm also. I talked about, you know, The Wire I should get back into. Yeah, but sure. a show that I never watched, that I started watching, um, The Sopranos. Are you serious? Really? You never I watched them? I never watched The Sopranos. I am in the early part of season two. Oh, my God. And I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm I never never watched it either. I, I used first to. First time I hear about it. I, I was so addicted to it um, that when I would, I was living out of town at the time when I would visit my girlfriend I would buy her HBO for the weekend <laughs> so I could watch it at her house or for the month that's yeah, awesome just cause I had to see it and it is so freaking good so I actually kind of dislike mob like a, a genre I don't enjoy too much do you find yourself in the same category Steve or were you like all in on Goodfellas and which I thought was a good movie but I maybe not the best movie I don't know I feel like that gets a lot of play. Well, it's over. It's an overdone genre, so it's got a lot of crap in it. But when it like, good, I think Goodfellas is maybe the best American movie ever made. Fair enough. Wow. Well, yeah. so yeah. you go that far. Did yeah. you like uh, Soprano, Sean? Did you see it? I think the first two seasons of Soprano are amazing, and I liked the rest of it, but I wasn't as impressed. Okay. So yeah. uh, that that's what I just said is yeah. I've never seen it, and I started binging it yeah. and watched the first season. Pretty much over the, uh, I want to yeah. say two weeks, two and a half weeks, yeah. and um, I'm just into season yeah. two now, and yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I get it. I never watched. I never wow. like. It was like one of those things where it was like, yeah, I missed that boat. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do it. Yeah. And now it's been long enough that I'm like, yeah, I'll, sure, sure, I'll jump in. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm really enjoying it. 
So yeah. that's why you stream cool. on the train all the time, Dion. No, I do, Dion. No, I, I mean, Steve. I do not stream on the train. Thank you very much. <laughs> that I would got, be uh, other people. One. I got one for you. Yes. I don't know if there are any uh, fans of Fargo, the original movie. No, the movie oh, yeah, is great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So the TV show. The TV show is basically the first season is the sequel to the movie, and it is amazing. The second season is the remake of the movie with a little bit m- more, you know, details here and there and whatnot. And the um, actually today they're releasing the first episode of the season three, which uh-huh. I have no idea what's going to happen in, in season three, but we'll see. But I've enjoyed it very, very much. Very good series. I recommend it. I've heard the same thing. Um, yes. So uh, I think that's a good one to to put on the list. Yeah. But I'm gonna. It's like Better Call Saul for me. It's like one of those things that I'll get to at some point. Well, um, what's his name? Uh, Bob Odernick or whatever. Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah. Odenkirk. Yeah. He's, he's in, in the in first it. season. Yeah. Yeah. He's no, really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. He plays yeah. an idiot, and he pissed me off in the season, but he <laughs> he did a very good job. That's his job, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> cool. Um, so uh, you raised trick picks. So are we all yes. <laughs> trick picks? <laughs> Do we know what trick What's picks tri- is? I, don't, I, don't I didn't know about trick picks, but they immediately said that it's something that I should be using. Yes. I thought you were like the number one user. That's, I think, what I said. Uh, <laughs> I created the app. <laughs> <laughs> trick is picks. When, what is it? Trick picks is, um, and, and it's a shame. We should have actually saved this for Dion, but uh, it you is blush, a like Pornhub yeah. produced application yep. that takes... You know what snapshot what do you do with snapchat you uh you take pictures and they disappear mm-hmm. yep. well this is a a way to snapchat yourself in the buff and then make it more discreet so you put various things oh, like pasties appear yes <laughs> yes yes yeah. half the fun of, yeah, uh, yeah, of snapchat yeah. is all the filters and everyone's yeah, really yeah. freaked out about the filters That's right funny. So this this is Pornhub's way of saying um, it's just a marketing ploy for Pornhub, right? Yeah. But it's actually, I mean, like I said earlier, I watched the the video of, like explain what it is, and it's actually a really well done case study. It's like I've seen <laughs> I've seen worse case studies from our agency than the, this porn. I, I want I want to know who this Pornhub's got it together. They I want to know who they're using. I want to know who their agency is because they have some good copywriters. So we're going to be hiring uh, the the lead uh, creative team from Pornhub. Is I, I, you know I think so. Al- you know what they also do every year that's kind of ingenious, and the press falls for it every year, is every year they film a commercial that's, like, pretty good, or one of those kinds of companies films a commercial that's pretty good, and then they, they claim they want to buy the soup, uh, put it in the Super Bowl, but the <laughs> NFL won't allow it. Mm-hmm. And there's no fucking way any of them have the money to actually buy an ad. I bet they do have the, the money. NFL, I don't know. Well, it, it's yeah. interesting. Similarly, be interest- that, I w- that would be interesting. I bet they have the money. Yeah. I'm with you, John. Yes. But interestingly, that's one of the things that I read about this app is they're they're putting it out there. But, I you know, the iTunes store, they are notoriously anti-adult stuff. Right. Yeah, sure. So anything that's on the line, they're like dinging it, saying no. And it this thing is on the line. So how long will it live in the iOS store? That's the big question at the moment, because they're they're clearly 
doing naked photos, but they're not doing naked photos. They're they're cleansing the naked photos because they put stuff over your junk and whatnot. Yes. Right. So our company, um, I saw at a past meeting, did a kind of similar app to get around Facebook's uh, issues. Uh, the big thing, like lately, is is like women. Wait, we put breast- out something that that like let you take naked photos of yourself. What yeah. What do you? Yeah, say? we totally did. So, uh, big thing lately is like women's uh, like breastfeeding and. Oh and, right. So we did one where you know it, you can take a picture of a nipple, and the app will splice it into four pictures. So it does a grid like a, a square of your nipple, and it posts it to Facebook. So that it gets around their detection software, <laughs> and it, po- it posts a picture of, of your breasts. For you know, it's, it's like breast cancer awareness yep. or anything yep. like that. Oh, so it, it creates it like as a gallery. So it's you a can gallery. See what the images exactly, together, but Facebook looks at them individually and it exactly. Doesn't know. I so see. and it, it's not like for pornographic reasons. It's for a good cause. It's for yep. you know breast cancer awareness sure. or breastfeeding or something like that. It works so. for anything. You can do your dick. You can do, you know, <laughs> there you take go. any body part. You put a body a part in, pic. it turns it into four and, uh, <laughs> you know, there you are. So what you're saying is we <laughs> is should have gone to Pornhub. <laughs> we should have. <laughs> we had this long before you guys did. We're cutting edge, yes. Way before they did. There was actually a really interesting article that I read, and I was trying to find the link, and I can't, but it was there's a certain algorithm and uh, a process you can apply to images to beat the image detection software um, for, for Google. Like, these researchers did it, and they, they had, like, a picture of, like, an elephant, and they had the Google image search identified as, like, a, a hippopotamus or something. Or That was a terrible example. Like a butterfly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of cool. I'll, I'll try to find it. I would love to see it uh, identify as a butterfly. Yeah. But, but that brings up, actually... Um, a bigger topic, this whole AI thing, and like who's leading this charge? I don't know if you guys have done any research or reading about um, artificial intelligence. And okay, so Ross is in on this conversation. Um, uh, so obviously, we talk about IBM and Watson all the time, and the fact that, you know, geez, if we just had Watson as a service desk, we might get somewhere here. But, um, but everybody, all of these major companies have these things. Watson from IBM, Cognitive Services from Microsoft, uh, Google has their machine learning thing, which you know you just referenced the the image recognition and and uh, they're doing a lot with voice recognition. Obviously, Amazon does a lot with voice recognition with their uh, their Echo and and what they have to offer. And they're starting to serve these things up to developers and say, here's this platform that we can actually feed this, uh, this AI to you as a, as a company, as a business that wants to build something of interest. We're gonna use our services, throw us data, and we'll figure it out. Now, it's very self-serving. So there's, there's a lot of directions we can go with this conversation because the more data they have, the better their services will become, right? And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons Watson is so good is people were just giving them data for years saying, sure, you can use our data. They were IBM. They were talking to companies and companies were saying, well, we'll give you all of our data and we want you to do X, Y, Z with it. And in the contract, they would say, okay, cool. And can we use this for research purposes? And they'd say yes. And boom, Watson was born out of this because they kept reading and consuming and 
trying to build an engine that would decipher what was going on in there. All of a sudden, Watson came out of it and started to deliver um, real insight into just general data because they had all of these connections that they had built over the years. Um, so who's leading the charge? I think IBM is mm -hmm. with Watson. Really? What do you guys think about these vendors? Are there vendors that I haven't listed that are actually doing things that are that are interesting? Well, I can hold my point until after this discussion. I posted one article about profits are going down at IBM because they're focusing more on things Watson. Like Watson. Yeah, they seem to be doing a bit of that. I mean, they're like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. future. It, yeah. It's not outsourcing IT mm -hmm. or whatever yep. they're doing with us. It's this AI or the intelligence. Yeah, it's like outsourcing it to a single program. <laughs> exactly. Like so, like a, what, what's the, what's it called in uh, Terminator? The the thing that becomes uh, Skynet. Skynet. You know, yeah. it's almost like a Skynet, like a benevolent Skynet. You know? I I don't think it's gonna happen. So I've been looking at like how these things are being implemented and why we had this spike in artificial intelligence. So basically, I'm taking a class in natural language pro processing, and the reason we had this so-called spike in artificial so-called intelligence is because we have more data available. So how you train a program like Watson is you have a corpus, and a corpus is just a huge set of data. And then basically, so if you wanted to predict the next word, what you do is you count the number of words and you sometimes you split it into like a unigrams, bigrams, three grams, like three repeating words. And then you just give it a probability of the next word that's going to happen. So the reason they've been getting better is because we're better at processing large data and we have more data. But I wouldn't call it intelligence at all. It's just I, I, I don't know. It, that's fair. That's fair. But um, so th in that whole thread. The other article that I think was shared, but uh, I certainly consumed, was, you know, this dirty secret of AI is the fact that we don't really understand. So what you just said is absolutely correct. There is a way that machines have been taught to look at probability of data, probability in a in a matrix of context and it becomes such that it's impossible to actually tell you why the decision was made that was made you understand at a theoretical basis why the decision was made but you don't understand exactly why the decision was made and and this article um, talked about a a car i forget what the what the company was but it wasn't wasn't one of the main players and they had a self-driving car and their self-driving car was based on completely based on artificial intelligence they took um, a bunch of input they basically let a computer watch people drive and they consolidated all of that information into this is how you drive and they let artificial intelligence then simulate driving and then they put it in a car and they said okay car drive now that's great but the researchers cannot tell you why it makes a decision to stop at the stop sign we can we can assume it's because they saw the stop sign and it stopped 
that made sense. But they don't know. And, and ultimately they're saying, you know, it's going to drive into a tree. It's going to drive into a river. It's going to make a mistake. And there's going to be no way to actually get a researcher to say, well, here's why it made that decision. Well, they probably just fed it way too much data, and now they have no idea why it's doing the <laughs> things it's doing. Because, Very possibly, but I encourage yeah. you to read that article. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, so th this deep learning concept th is somewhat of a, uh, it's a, it's black magic. It's, they know what they're giving it, and they know how it's starting to evolve, but they're not really sure exactly how every decision is made and is that a good thing or isn't that a good thing and the question of should we be able to ask a machine who now has quote unquote cognitive capabilities to tell us how did you come to that conclusion it's very human when you think about that why did you kill everybody in the house see it's I mean, just like uh, Westworld <laughs> what? Westworld yeah yeah, it's totally like Westworld. See, so. I, I I've never really got into all this a whole lot, and and that that's why I kind of I'm skeptical because it you know artificial intelligence has no reasoning for things it does. Like just like you're saying, you know, why did it not stop? Well, I whatever. I mean, our company, one of our most successful advertisements or projects was we dumped a ton of data into a Microsoft database, and we recreated you know priceless art i mean things like that that's really cool to do but it kind of scares me that our society is going towards just throw data into a big <laughs> database or whatever yeah, and then like out. and then you know have cars that drive for us or yeah, make yeah. decisions for us yeah i i'm yeah and there's there's a whole group of people thinking about ai i mean uh, elon musk has like warned in a big way about this, right? Um, uh, uh, there, there's a whole group of people that are definitely sort of putting the brakes on it and saying, hang on, let's be smart about this. And one of that, one of the arms of that is saying, we should be able to, anybody who's building anything related to this, there should be rules that say, you need to be able to tell us exactly, the system needs to be able to tell us this is how I came to that conclusion. If you're going to ask artificial intelligence to get a conclusion, you need to be able to regurgitate clearly, I made this decision because. Right. So you cannot have a system that just makes a decision in a vacuum. You have to have a system that makes a decision and is able to explain to the humans, this is how I got there and why I got there. So at least we have a back out. At least we have a way of saying, oh, well, that was bad. Just like your kids, right? If you could honestly have this interaction with your kid, why the hell did you just throw that across the room? You know that it's full of liquid. You know that it was thrown at the electronics. <laughs> you know that you're an idiot for doing it. Why did you do this? And they go, I don't know. Yeah. Right? So we're dealing with technology in the same way. And, and if we, we're at a stage now where we can say, no, we can now tell you, in order to do that, you have to be able to back out and give me a clear definition of why. 
Well, I saw that the television was burning. I knew I had liquid in my hand. I knew that if I threw it at that, I might be able to put the fire out. Oh, okay. okay that makes sense. I have some yeah. logical reason for why you threw that at the television. <laughs> right. I, I've got an example that I just I read an article today um, on Medium about a guy who is the data dude for the Chicago Tribune. And basically they've seen this like drastic drop off in their organic hits or whatever the hell the stuff, the terms they use to measure their audience um, from their Facebook feed starting in January. And they've reached out to Facebook and they're, they're trying to figure out why. And basically nothing appreciable has changed. But like the Facebook news feed uses machine learning. And I, you know, I wonder if there's they tweak their algorithm here and there. And these this person's like business is directly affected by that. And I and I feel like they didn't get an answer. And like, I don't know if Facebook knows exactly what they're doing with their feed, you know. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, people. Th- that's like a real world. We're dealing with this. Take that to the nth degree mm-hmm. where, you know, the machine just literally decided that, well, I needed to release the sarin gas at this time. I'm sorry. That's yeah. what I had to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's yeah. no answer for. But why? Are you saying Trump is Skynet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's scary enough to write in a, a cab in the city. Like, I can't even imagine having a driving car that does it you know that's one thing i'm all for though (laughs) i I think humans are such terrible drivers that that's nothing even if they drive one of every five guys into a river (laughs) they will end up the sum will somehow be better than us you know know, uh like i'm there's certain things i'm more hesitant on than others but that is one where i'm like get us out of the equation well the thing is i don't take cabs yeah, at yeah. all anymore so it's like i'm so far away from that and then when i get in a cab it's like holy shit i used to do this on a daily basis yeah well this is what i see almost every day when i come into work i get on the blue line at austin 290 uh, uh, 290 is the worst designed highway in america true where it goes from basically six lanes to three Merging while there's an the exit on the opposite side of where it yeah, always yeah, yeah. is in america and there's always some tourist asshole who sees that like, who's like you know, Google Maps has told him he has to get off here. He thinks it's going to be where an exit always is in America. So he's in the slow lane. And he's like, every day somebody goes, oh, God, I got to be over there. And then tries to cut across f- five lanes of highway and gets T-boned. <laughs> Almost every day. <laughs> and I'm like, we, like, every day I'm like, God, we need self-driving cars. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you know what else happens? Because it's Chicago. Traffic backs up. They have to merge down to one lane. Somebody gets in a fight about merging, mm-hmm. and a murder happens. <laughs> like, there's always a shot yeah. due to the traffic from an asshole not merging right. Yep. You know? Yep. So like, oh my god, self-driving cars would cars. Ca- would solve a lot of these problems. Yeah. Um, the f- traffic flow would come oh, into yeah. play because they could like, let's not even be ridiculous about this because they could get down to the inch level of where they, I they can could merge also do that when. They could also, the software could work you know, together where they could say, oh, you yeah. know what, the, the entire grid will be better off They're gonna say if yes. I slow down a little bit to let that yes. guy make a left yes. so the eight yep. cars behind him that are hanging right, like it just, it could be like this very communal of productivity. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, you, you guys are pushing it way too far. I mean, I've spent enough time <laughs> in my car to, to, to know that if people just left their cell phones and watch the road, things would be better. But they won't. They, 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 they will not. Worse. They yeah, will not. Know, it's going to get people worse. People just gonna, don't. Every generation yeah. until we get replaced as drivers is going to be a worse 
generation and, of drivers. And I'm convinced, like, all of these, like, futuristic movies where they show cars driving whatnot, yeah. I'm convinced you're going to get into a black box. You're going to get into a box where you can't see what the fuck you're, where you're going. <laughs> it's probably I mean, best. It's, yeah. You yeah. don't yeah. need to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> it's going to be boring and yeah. shit. You're going to look at your screen, right? Yeah. So pick up your phone and yeah, do what yeah. you're going to do because mm-hmm. <laughs> just call it a day. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm in with you. I'm all yeah. automatic cars. Let, let's let, let it happen. Um, so, uh, yeah. AI, I think we should – we're the Worldwide IT guys. I think we should, as a group, as a collective, as a company um, – not worldwide IT guys, but as a company, we should be tackling this AI environment more than we are today. And I'm going to challenge us to start looking at these services and look at, you know, who do we think is really leading? Not just reading about these things, but poking yeah. them and seeing how they do, why they do, what they do. Uh, we're starting to do that in parts of our organization, and I think we need to bring that closer to us. And we should start digging in and finding out um, just what we can do with this stuff and being conscious of it, right, sure. in a way that we're not today. So there's a there's the gauntlet dropped for this group. Dig well, actually, AI. there are some meetups uh, going on uh, about AI. And I, I went to one of them time ago. Most of them are actually organized by Microsoft. I think they are trying to. They're pushing hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to to gain some traction from local developers, uh, introducing Luis, Mm -hmm. which is their platform. Yep. And Luis is. uh, I forget what that stands for. It's actually an acronym, a language something. Yeah. 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 And they use Node.js to target uh, JavaScript uh, developers that are the most common uh, stack in web web development yep. so they are they are very active on trying to i think uh, compete with watson yeah well they're behind yeah, based on they they are doing their job to to go to to ins- at least shorten the distance so so whether we talk about it in the worldwide it guys or not here's an assignment for this group <laughs> Go and tell me how would you rank, and ju- you can do this by playing with it. You can do this by just reading what's been said. I don't care how you come to some conclusion, but rank them. If we're assuming that Watson is number one, what's the rank in the rest of the group? I think we need a project, like maybe <laughs> something yeah. to predict when the bathroom will be used or out of use or you know something, something when fun. When the toilet's not flushed. When the toilet's not going to be flushed. <laughs> Uh, amateurs on the on this AI thing, uh, maybe we cannot uh, do much. Uh, we will need like data analysts or people more involved in this kind of technology. Sure. To really evaluate which are the best. But uh, but I'm not asking for others. I don't want you. If you want to go talk to experts, go talk to experts. I want this group to come back and tell me, based on your experience, based on your research, based on what you've come up with, this is the order of these vendors. And then we'll, we'll tackle them and we'll say, all right, let's poke them. Let's, okay. let's see how they go. Yeah, Are the, they on the paper, you can 
you can see what is the better. It's like IBM before, yeah, uh, but before we'll come coming up with here, I thought IBM was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but working with them is different. Absolutely. Uh, but I think if you started to work with the Watson technologies, you might have a different perspective on what IBM is. Yeah, and I've worked with their consulting wings before and had good experiences. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's this level one yeah. you know, support shit. Which is they, crap. Yeah. Which is absolute yeah. crap. Um, so th there's your uh, sort of, we'll come back and talk about this down the road, whether we come back in a week or two or six months from now, whatever. We should spend more time on that. So there's a challenge sure. for this group. Um, so I, I'm going to now turn the corner to our fun post of the week. Leo posted, uh, did you see the tennis match? <laughs> yes. So Which apparently in Florida, um, during a tennis match, which was obviously very riveting. And if you watch tennis, you know that all you get is the tennis players sort of grunting because everybody's yeah, sure. quiet until something happens. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody except for the hotel across the way okay. where people were apparently having quite a sexual activity <laughs> going on, <laughs> which, really? which stopped the tennis match dead in its tracks because they were all like, holy shit, really is this going on? And... The announcer was like, somebody's cell phone is, they're watching some porn yeah. because it was that loud yeah, and, yeah. and they forgot that this audio wasn't just in yeah. their headphones. It was, no, it was people yeah. across the way <laughs> That's hilarious. literally having sex. And at yeah. one point, the tennis player who can hear it turns and yells in the direction the noise is coming from and says, it can't be that good. It <laughs> cannot be that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's right. great. But it, may, it got me asking about, well, Sex in sporting events. I remembered the Blue Jays. Oh, that's hilarious! The old, yeah, you know, the when Sky the Sky Dome, Dome when they had the was hotel up there. Yes, yeah, they have yeah. a hotel in the Sky yeah. Dome, and they were caught. Great, great room for an exhibitionist. Yeah. Oh yeah, World totally. Series, you know, <laughs> yeah. totally. And, and yeah. apparently, this has happened like multiple, a times. lot of times. Yes, and they are now actually tracking statistically. How the Blue Jays do when <laughs> sex is going on in the hotel. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I thought that was great. <laughs> Apparently, they're two and three when yeah, people are uh, having sex in the hotel. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, d does anybody uh, have, like... Uh, I've never done, done any good stories? Yeah, sorry. Any no. good stories? Have you, have you had never. sex at an event? Yeah. <laughs> at a sporting event? No. no I've only nope. done concerts. No, you've had sex at concerts. Uh, Lollapalooza. Yeah. I, I will go. say, I saw. Wow. A I I could talk about a romantic moment that I witnessed at, at Cleveland Municipal Stadium, which <laughs> romantic moment. <laughs> at what stadium? Cleveland Municipal Stadium. There's the nothing romantic to, there. It was a ninety thousand. Wait, seat Cleveland stadium. Municipal Stadium and the Browns and sex? No, I yeah, don't. <laughs> this is uh, so. This lady. So in the dog pound, which is where all the rowdiest, drunkest fans <laughs> were. This wasn't great. This is such a Cleveland story. We're, and Gavin just sent me a, 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 a link saying Cleveland has the uh, second <laughs> second least beautiful people in America. So oh, it makes this story <laughs> even better. This lady is drunk. She gets on top of the forty five second clock or the yeah the play clock, the twenty five second clock. Now it's probably maybe a foot wide, and if she falls forward, she just falls on the last row of fans. Uh -huh. If she falls backwards, she basically falls three hundred feet to her death. Oh, okay. so it's it's precarious, but she's stripping. And 
security is like, oh my god, she's gonna die. They start running up. The fans are so drunk they block the stairwells because they want to see her. They want to see all it. The clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the security guard just goes, fellas, I want to see this as bad as you, but she'll die if she falls backwards. <laughs> and they, they part the ways and let him go up there, and he puts her coat on. And my dad and I were like, this is the most romantic moment <laughs> in Cleveland history. You that's were physically really, in the stadium for I was this physically event. in the that's, stadium for that. That's, yeah. you, that's I was really in, funny. I think, fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, it, it was my uncle who got us the tickets. And my, my dad, it was funny afterwards. He's like, Yeah, I would not have brought Sean if I knew it was in the dog. <laughs> like, that was not a family event, you know? No, that was uh, yeah. quite a section. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Um, have you ever, uh, uh, Ross? Not sharing. Not sharing. Not sharing. Oh, that's, that's no. a wow, guess. Ross was an Olympic That's right. He's seen some. Uh, so they say you know, about some the stadiums. That saber was working. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not Sherry. <laughs> uh, Lisa. Uh, uh, football I, match. No, I uh, almost have something on the worldwide world social forum. What's that? Brazil. The World Social time, Forum. Time, 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 time ago. The World Social Forum? The World... What is that? It's a, it's a huge activity that is organized uh, parallel of Davos Conference. Okay. On, like, February every year. Uh-huh. Uh, it started in <laughs> Brazil, and then it started to go to different Latin But areas. what kind of an can, event can is I read it? What this? are they doing? It's an annual meeting of civil society organizations, first held in Brazil, which offers a self-conscious effort to ve develop alternative future through the championing of counter-hegemonic globalization. Well, that doesn't sound much like a sporting event, but if sex was involved, <laughs> good that on you. That sounds like the place. These sound like the people <laughs> where that, this would happen. That time, uh, we were like 600,000 people in Porto Alegre. So that's a big orgy. Yeah, that's an orgy. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> you can find anyone. I'm uh, sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> and Which, apparently uh, you did. So well yeah. done. Yeah, <laughs> and you can drink alcohol anywhere. <laughs> While I'm you're countering <laughs> hegemonic globalization. <laughs> I was 23. I was happy. I was that young. I needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Come on. I know. You're, Cheap shot, John. Cheap you're a good girl. I know. There was no money involved. <laughs> no. Exactly. This was about the art of yeah. the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and civil society. Uh, well, like uh, on that note, I think um, we should probably close it out. Thank you all. Anybody have anything they want to... No, I think in the spirit of the guy who's not here, we should go on for an, at least another 30 minutes. Let's bring so. up some. Yeah. yeah some we should up bring up something really heavy at the last moment. That's usually what he does. We all agree to, to end the show. Okay, well, goes, I just well, want to talk about cancer. Have you guys heard about this uh, Florida congressman who dropped the N-word? Do you guys think it's appropriate at any time to ever? Uh, and then he picks somebody out and goes, Ross, you, you take us out with that thought. <laughs> Ross, answer that. <laughs> I, I do have an update for, for Dion uh, about H1B visas. So if he's listening. Uh, H-1B visas applications are down amid re reform efforts. I think it was like something like there were 150,000, 200 and something thousand a couple years ago, and they're down to like 80 or 90 oh this boy, year. Oh, boy, Dion's so. going to have to jump on the Trump bandwagon yeah, now. Yeah, he's got to. 
That's not but, a bad but, thing. But at, least I still, down. but at least it's still in your seat and you're still going to get fired. So I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep Dion, we love you. We miss you. We totally fear. love you and miss you. And we will look forward to Dion being back in his chair next week. Lisa did a great job filling in. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you all for listening. We've been the Worldwide IT Guys, and we will catch you again soon. Uh, again, www.itguys.com and Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter and Instagram, although I don't think we did any of that this week. So, whatever. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Later. Later. Right. Bye-bye. Well done. You know a real hot party? Model UN. That's, Model that's, that's a big one. Ladies, yeah. That's a big one. What did you ask? What? No, oh, okay. Oh, I just kept thinking about the World Social Forum and uh, what a giant party that is. Sounds like it. Uh, that is the formal event, but in parallel, oh, yeah, there yeah. were so, so, so many people. Pre-party, post-party. Uh, oh, they yeah. had to organize a youth camp for a Were you in the youth camp? Youth center, please. Oh, you were all over the place, apparently. <laughs> she, she was doing them in the youth camp. She was doing them in the regular it, camp. It was cheaper to live in a tent in the youth camp than... Renting a very fancy yeah, jump tent to tent, forum. you know, figure yeah. out and who's every, in this tent. Sure. Had every night <laughs> that and, I'm and sure. You, and you do things. Social. Socialize. No social improvements for the well of the society, worldwide society. They yes. Each other things. Free love. <laughs> Free love. More importantly, you learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> uh, we've learned so much, Elisa. Thank I can't you. I've never heard of this. Really? Yeah. It's a very old story. Hmm. Chomsky was there. Noam Chomsky? Yeah. Cool. Love that dude. Time. I do. He's, he's so old, though. Yeah.